0: What's up, everybody? My name is Alex Key, and this is Mirror Talk Monday. Uh, it is October sixteenth, and this is the third episode of Mirror Talk Monday. Pretty excited. This is uh, finally, you know, getting a little bit of steam underneath it. I was feeling a little bit tired, uh, a little bit not in it today. Uh, I had kind of a, a bit of a lazy day, to be totally honest, this uh, past weekend was pretty cool, Uh, a lot of cool stuff, got to hang out with the roommates uh, for Saturday night and Sunday, Uh, did some cool stuff over there and throughout the week, but definitely woke up today, was super lazy, hung around, definitely did stuff, Uh, I researched for some jobs that I'm thinking about applying for here in San Diego, which I'll get into today, Um, and what else did I do? Yeah, and uh, went to yoga, did some of that today, which I'll definitely be getting into a little bit more, but yeah, without saying too much, I guess. um, The point I was going to make is that everybody gets tired. Everybody gets a little bit uh, lazy, and that is okay. As long as you can pull some pretty cool things from the day, I don't think it's necessarily a wash or something that you need to beat yourself up too much about. Um, You know, it always is good to be active and be moving forward and you know maximizing your day I do believe in that but I don't believe in the the negative self-talk that can that can come that if you do find yourself lazy or unmotivated is what I try to say more than lazy because lazy just sounds like a bad bad word unmotivated I think has a little bit more of a positive spin on it Um, all right well, last weekend, which is uh, something that I don't know if I talked about, uh, was uh, that I think I found later on in the week was TEDx San Diego, which is absolutely fantastic. And for anybody that doesn't know what TEDx is, it is a gathering of minds of uh, people across different industries with awesome ideas that uh, can affect great change in the world. Uh, offer insights you know research products businesses, all different things all amazing stories uh all, all these different aspects that that really play into a really 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 entertaining and intellectual uh event, which was awesome so it was on Saturday. it was actually only a few blocks from here, which is pretty awesome at the uh the symphony hall that is downtown here in San Diego. And it started off at eleven am is when registration opened, and it, everything didn't get started until one pm. but there was plenty of stuff to do in the meantime. They blocked off the whole entire street in front, and it is uh and, and oh it, sorry, put everything together, and it was 20 booths of local startups uh, that are that are nearby. Uh, around the San Diego area or in California, which was super, super cool. And it was a chance to go and see what different startups are going on, what kind of problems people are working on, and what kind of uh, issues people need to be resolving. Uh, There was one person, one man that I talked to that is uh, getting getting on top of the water issue that is here in California. And what he has is a invention that reads the water meter and then sends that data six times a day to their business where they compile all the data and uh, and then send that back out to the actual people that have these meters set up as well as the city and uh, it's definitely going to help you know see different leaks or something like that you know if there's a sprinkler head that's always running or draining or something you know the this is something that can take it because what I learned was that uh, I don't know up until how recently but the meter water meters are only checked you know uh, maybe a couple times a year and that didn't allow for much accuracy in terms of you know what could be possibly happening. You know, if you had a leak in your front yard or something like that, and you wouldn't necessarily know. Maybe you just go through a bunch of water, and you you wouldn't necessarily think about it. So this is a really good way to kind of get on top of that. He also talked about an instance where there was actually a landslide of, of this person's entire house because there was um, because there was a leaky irrigation system in the front yard, and because it's underground, they couldn't see anything filled up with water. Slid So that was just one of the things that was there. There was handheld uh, propellers that you could you know use for scuba diving or snorkeling, as well as, you know, put on your paddleboard. Uh, there was a potential treatment for uh, type 1 diabetes. Uh, that was extremely impressive. The science behind that was incredible. but there was a ton of different things that were going on. For, uh, throughout the whole entire day in this innovation alley that was outside. So for the first two hours before the event started, you know, I was definitely talking to a lot of people there and uh, wandering around and, and seeing what pe- different people had to offer uh, these businesses, which is really cool. And the guy that I was talking to about the water meter uh, invention uh, actually, you know, let me or gave me his card. Let me, let me know if uh, if I possibly needed a job in the future, or just needed to navigate around San Diego, because I had told him that I had just moved here from Florida. Yeah, he gave me his card, and he was like, "Yep, I work in an incubator with a bunch of other startups. So you know, if you do need something potentially, you know, reach out and let me know." So that was just one of the occurrences that I had with someone. I actually have to email uh, another person that I did meet. I met him and his wife, and they were talking a lot about. I was mentioning to them that I'm, you know, I moved here for health and wellness, and really, you know, want to focus on yoga as well as focus on yoga as well as, you know, uh, different health and wellness. Aspects. I don't really even know what I mean when I say that because I'm just trying to learn as much as I can right now. So we got into that, talked about it, and uh, they were mentioning that uh, different places in California have these uh, uh, doctors, the holistic doctors and and people that are doing around the same things is what I was kind of talking to them about. So he gave me his email, told told me to reach out because he had a couple companies that he was talking about. But yeah, good people all the way throughout the day that I was that I met up with, and and so for the whole day of Saturday, it went from 1 p.m. to 6:30 is when it ended up getting out, and there were 12 speakers total, broken into three sessions, and it was just incredible. The theme for this uh, TEDx was creating futures, and it was just absolutely amazing. So there was there were so many different people from. You know, performers to uh, neuroscientists, to a local principal, to um, producer. There's a producer, uh, and there was all, and there was a photographer there as well. So all these people doing uh, multiple different um, talks about different things. Uh, everything from diversity to equality of women to uh, the photographer uh, went to refugee camps and was telling the story of. A refugee camp uh, or his experience there and through his photos and uh, and that was absolutely unreal the, the the amount like that was one that got standing ovation right off the bat and like I think it the images and and the way he actually looked at you know the refugee camps was on in a different light and that really cut to the core of what I you know and I think a lot of other people were feeling while we were there And he was mentioning that, you know, looking at the refugees' uh, camps is usually the typical ones where it's, you know, very, very sad, very desperate. And what he wanted, what he noticed while he was there was that he um, was surrounded by laughter and, you know, kids playing and laughing. And, and, you know, a lot of the normal things that, you know, typically happen, you know, in everyday life were still going on, even though it was in this awful place. And so what he wanted to do was take um, pictures and people's stories and bring it down to, like, the one most important thing is what uh, he had called it. So he went, by, went through and, and took pictures of people that, you know, are traveling hundreds and hundreds of miles, you know, carrying all these fe- people. They have lost everything, maybe have lost their family and all that. And, you know, what, it, what are the things that they bring with them? And so it was just very, very touching. It was it was very, very amazing because it gave a, another look into that world. And I, I just, I, I really super enjoyed uh, that particular talk. But the whole day was just absolutely phenomenal. Like I said, there were 12 speakers. There were three performances, one at the start of each session, which was just incredible. Uh, there is this uh, world-famous pianist. Uh, a jazz band and then they kind of collaborated for the third session so yeah overall I would recommend TEDx to absolutely anybody it was just it was just it was just one of the greatest experiences awesome to see that people are you know trying so hard for the future and there's a ton of people that are there to you know to do that Um, I think they said there was about 1800 people signed up for the event And this is one that's put on, you know, not by the actual curators at TED, but by, you know, private citizens that, you know, really believe that this kind of thing is beneficial to, you know, everybody who is interested, which it 100 percent was definitely gave me, you know, some inspiration to look at things a little bit differently for myself um, I'm about to talk about, like, the new job ideas that I, I have right now and what my old view was to what I kind of want to do now. And, I mean, a lot of that stuff is also shaped by, by you know, the, what I experienced on Saturday. Um, so, one, like, so what I'm also trying to do uh, with this is if, is really answer the questions that I, you know, that I pose in the, or things that I say, you know, in previous episodes, definitely want to bring it up. So, one of the things that I did talk about uh, in my last uh, podcast was that I'm bumping up the number of yo- or I'm, I'm, the amount of yoga that I do per week. I was going about once a week, or I'm sorry, once a day uh, for the week, and then last week I said I was going to bump it up. I did throughout the actual you know work week. I went nine times, went uh, twice a day, Monday through Thursday, and then once on Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday, I didn't end up going to yoga. And um, it was awesome. You know, I, I I just, I know that I needed to completely immerse myself into what's going on uh, with yoga to, to get better. And, and, I'm, and that's kind of my game plan. Uh, today, I started... Well, on my calendar, I have it set up, uh, of starting a new yoga studio. Uh, so I'm going to Yoga One right now. It's great. It's alignment-based. I really appreciate it. It's not hot. It's um, it's it, it feels almost like more of the traditional yoga. It's not a workout uh, type of thing, even though I did do one class. That was like a lot of leg burning exercises and poses and stuff like that. So there definitely is some strength. I, I even in my class today we were working on hamstrings and the glutes to to do strength as well. So there is that. But um for the most part, you know, the, the classes are very, very manageable. I really, really enjoy it. And I know that I can I, I've been getting deeper into uh things because it's not super fast pace there is time to breathe into the different poses you know and I am focusing on alignment so I am getting into you know better positioning and you know being able to get into those then I can work on my breath and you know make sure I stay focused in that because that's usually something that you know falls off relatively quickly you know once things start to get a little bit tough um, and what's really cool is you know yoga is about your breath you know the physical aspect is a is a thing, but you know it really really is more about the breath and sticking with that and getting deeper into poses using that. And so that is one cool thing that I think is happening out of it is that I have the ability to focus on that more and to get really into my uh, different poses and and things. So the new one that I'm starting up, uh, I'm going I'm going to try to go to the one at nine thirty tomorrow morning, but it is. Um, mosaic yoga which is downtown well all these are pretty much downtown but this one's a little bit further away than yoga one um, it's a little bit more than a mile so I'll get to see a little bit more of the city I'll be walking there uh, so you know it's probably gonna take me a little more than a half hour to walk there which I don't always like to do now before yoga because what I've realized uh, like about a month ago is like I was walking to these different yoga places uh and then doing these classes and my body was so hot and my heart was already beating and I didn't give enough time for my body to actually cool down and everything that I was getting super super gassed and like hyperventilating get a little bit dizzy um super super hot like not able to cool down or slow down my heart rate and I was like shit like what is wrong with me like there there is there something physically wrong with me that's going on and then i I kind of realized you know no I just got myself already worked up pre-workout for like you know a hot yoga session and going into that and so I am a little bit uh, concerned about that what I did want to do if it was ever in this kind of situation was you know to get to the area that I wanted to maybe be able to hang out and just sit around for, you know, 15 minutes outside, cooling down a little bit, you know, before getting into the studio. Because I do think these ones at Mosaic are going to be a little bit hotter. I think they're going to be more warm, maybe around like 90 degrees, I think I saw on, on their website. So it's going to be a little bit different, a little bit warmer. Tomorrow, I'm super excited to go to this one uh, because it's bhakti yoga. And from what I have done research on, that is one of the original forms of yoga. And so it's getting right down to the roots, what I kind of want to get into, get towards that traditional style of things. Uh, Yeah, so pretty pumped about that. So I will be giving you all updates. So what I'm going to be trying to do is uh go to mosaic as well as yoga one throughout so i might start getting into uh three classes a day Uh, we'll just kind of play that out and see what happens at this point in time i don't want to get like too wrapped up but i would like to say that i'm going to be you know doing around that maybe you know around 10 yoga uh, classes a week would be ideal i think for me it would just be that would be cool that would be a good number to shoot for 10 all right, um, new jobs. All right, so what I did, what I had uh, this last week, which was pretty cool, and is what I just dis- or planned on upon getting out here was to transition over into Ballast Point Brewing because I was working at Bell's Brewery before, and uh, what I would be doing because there's a brew pub close by i wanted to just jump into bartending because i could make money really quickly and i have over a decade worth of experience in bars and restaurants so it just made the most sense um so i got a call back from ballast point when uh went to have my interview on friday it was out the miramar location so i did have to uh, borrow the roommate's car to get out there it was about a half hour drive uh, which is an issue um and had the interview, went went great. Uh the guy that I was talking to was you know, it was a basic basic interview and it was for a busser, uh, food runner and hostess position because like most bars and restaurants, you know, uh just jumping in to the beer or to, to behind the bar is not something you got to kind of work your way up which I do understand Um, I have a a bunch of experience in that so you know if I do get that job uh, I do want to uh, move up fairly quickly Um, but if it's out the Miramar location I don't think I want to swing that because to do the amount of training and have to pay the amount that I would to get out there and back every day it just it might be too much, and I really wanted to do it at the little Italy location that 's close by because it 's only like four blocks away so we 'll see about that, but I have kind of ideas about what I might want to do i was I was taking this week, and this week for me is going to be finding jobs and applying for these different jobs. My plan is uh to you know look around for different things i i have a couple ideas in my head um something that i do want to do is maybe possibly a retail position in a store that i like or um you know the bars and restaurants aspect of being a server or a bartender are definitely there um that's definitely that's very highly competitive though as well so that is an, an a thing, and that is why I kind of got led to another way of thinking, and like I said earlier, that I think was maybe a little bit inspired from you know Saturday's TED talks, and that is when I was looking for jobs on uh, Indeed.com uh, that are that are in the San Diego area, you know substitute teacher came up. Um, helping out with, like, an admissions office at a college came up, and, like, it really got me, you know, thinking. I was like, all right, you know, I could come here, and I, you know, I have moved from Orlando to San Diego to start a new life, to change up the way that I normally do things, and to, you know, get these different skills and start building my career in a different light, building my life in a different way. And so to move and transition while it would be easy to another bar, restaurant or whatever, like I don't want to be there. Like ultimately, like I know that I would have the ability to do it, but I know that I, that my motivation I think would lack just a bit because I don't necessarily want to be in the setting that I specifically wanted to get away from, you know, and why I moved out of Orlando. And so What I think that I'm going to do, I'm going to like meditate on a little bit and, you know, talk it out a little bit more as well. Um, But I think that I'm going to go and apply uh, for doing the student teaching. It pretty much is like the most like lucrative thing that I could be doing out here. Um, It's pick your own schedule. You can you can choose when you want to go, where you want to go, what to teach, all that other kind of stuff. So there's a lot of flexibility there. And it's anywhere from 180 to 200 bucks a day, which is good. Like that is to to have a guaranteed that amount of money. I mean, it, it'll I'll be getting up early and doing that whole thing. So that's that's something to think about. Um, that might make it difficult just because of the current living situation with me being on the couch in the community area. But with Vicky going to Thailand. My friend, Vicky, that's, uh that helped me out here, I'll be taking over her room, and so maybe when she leaves, it'll make a little bit more sense, because I'll have to have an earlier schedule and, and those different types of things. So, we'll figure it out. It's uh, some stuff on the horizon, but my, my thought was, you know, I came out here to do different things, you know, let's do different things. Never done the substitute teaching, but I have been mentor, coach, tutor, you know, those types of camp counselor and those types of things throughout my life. And it is ultimately uh, one thing that I did think about doing, you know, before I even moved out here Um, is that like that kind of community outreach, the education aspect. I really, really like that. Um, I have a degree in history, so that kind of all plays in with it as well. Uh, I, I had thoughts about possibly teaching later in life. Um, I have also thought about, you know, when I go overseas, uh, English as a second language. That could certainly 100% be another aspect that, uh, that, that could extend my time out there. So, and it's provided me with another skill. I'm getting into a different industry. I'm talking with new people, you know. So there's a, there's a lot of upsides on that one. And then... Uh, so I think that I'm going to actively pursue that. Uh, and... Uh, the next thing that I was thinking about doing is... If it's easy enough to do it, becoming a dog walker. <laughs> and uh, I listened to this... Or I watched this YouTube today of this girl that was explaining WAG. And the app uh, is called WAG, I'm sorry. And... It seems pretty simple. It seems like you download this app, and you get connected, and you walk people's dogs, and they give you uh, whatever amount of money. And it's like Uber for dog walking. Put a ping out. Anybody in your area that needs a dog walk, you can jump on that. You can also schedule different things in different times with people. There's a lot of aspects to it that that are pretty cool. And it's around like 20 bucks an hour, 18, 19, 20 bucks an hour. So that would be an easy thing to pick up relatively easy. And while I'm out and about doing things anyway, you know, just walking a dog and, you know, making making money here, making money there. Which, if it works out that simply and that easily, that would be absolutely fantastic. So. I am definitely thinking outside the box a little bit. I didn't do a ton of research on different what's it called uh jobs today, but I did do a little bit, so so that was pretty pretty good. So that is an update on the jobs front for me. Um another thing from last week that I definitely want to address cuz this one kind of cuts me deep a little bit is uh, I was talking about my Instagram and probably about how the what what the amount is that i 'm trying to post per week of my food pictures you know to really you know start building up my following on that and uh gaining a little more traction is one aspect of it but what i 'm really trying to do is start to understand you know how Instagram works, how people interact with it you know how how people communicate and meet people all through that through that uh, you know, social media platform. So that's what I'm trying to do. But last week I only did two posts, which is awful. And I am not completely sure on why that is. I, 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 definitely, uh, I definitely have my ideas on why that is, though. Um, one thing that, that definitely came up and I know is, is a big factor is, the, is me being on Pacific Time. So I, I, I don't know how true this is, but it just feels like it because I was just getting different types of results when I was posting these things when I was over in the Eastern Standard Time in Orlando, Florida. And I don't know if this is true, but me posting and being three hours behind, that seemed to just have a little bit of a negative effect on the amount of reach that I was starting to get to people. Uh, oh, this has kind of been over the last couple weeks, so I think that maybe that along with being unmotivated to you know, write out the posts. That's another uh, thing for me because I do have pictures. Um, I, I just think I'm kind of trying to figure out what I'm going to do with them. If I should be pre-writing these posts like towards the picture maybe. Or if I'm, you know, not necessarily having to do a story in the caption every time, you know, just put the name of, what, you know, what I had, and then, you know, just post it on there for now, and build up to sto- adding a story in later or putting a story in, you know, whenever I can. But I don't know. I would like to give someone an option if they're, you know, wanting to to read, you know, my insight onto the dish or my experience or whatever it is you know there just a thought on on my on the photo on you know whatever food I took a picture of so it, I definitely have some saved up uh, I might try to backfill a few of them and then when I release them you know kind of release them in the times that I had uh, previously and see if there's any kind of different traction on that um, but we'll see you know it's just a, uh, this whole entire thing is just a big test Big game, big figure out what's next, you know, not getting too upset with things and being willing to to move relatively quickly when stuff doesn't necessarily go on. So, yeah, kind of like I'm doing for this podcast. I am uh, I'm recording a few episodes now. Uh, I should make it a point right now to say, you know, next week will be my first actual post what i need to do for that is to create wordpress and make a blog and then that is the way that i'm going to be able to get it set up through iTunes to get it on there so i also need to think of like maybe a picture i need to figure out a picture this is already called mirror talk monday so there's already a name for it so that i have you know out of the out of the way but, yeah, let's say next week I will have my first episode up on iTunes. Boom. So I'm holding myself to it. Mirror Talk Mondays is all about looking myself in the mirror and being honest with what I have done. You know, not uh, really judging myself at all. I don't want to be uh, having too much negative self talk. Uh, one of the people that I listen to named Tom Billu. He talks about eighty twenty. You know, eighty percent of the time you need to be positive, and twenty percent of the time you got to be negative. You got to be able to check yourself and know that, you know, there's another side to things. Not everything's just you know rainbows and unicorns and, and daisies. Like there, there is times where you need to kick yourself in the butt and 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 really look at yourself and you know say the truth. And that was me today. You know, I was definitely lazy today after you know, getting a little turned up on on Saturday night and through uh, Sunday, you know, but I still was able to make it out to yoga, I went downtown and uh, picked up some stuff that we needed for the house, got my podcast recorded, you know, looked for some jobs and I talked to two really close friends, Derek and Cam today, uh, so, I mean, a pretty, pretty successful day. And now, you know, my, my 20% of the negative self-talk was, you know, get up off your ass off the couch and, you know, maybe maybe do that talk with a friend outside walking around or something like that. So, so uh, yeah, until next week, uh, I appreciate all the people listening whenever this gets live, which will probably be, like, if I hold true to what I had said, then this will be heard probably in about a month. So thank you very much for listening and I will talk to you soon.